At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi everyone, it's Brittany. Here's where we are in the story. We're jumping a little out of order this week to review a great story about a faithful exile from the nation of Judah. Both the northern and southern kingdoms had gone into exile, spreading God's people into all sorts of countries near and far. Today's story happened while some of the people from the southern kingdom of Judah were still in exile under the reign of King Xerxes of Persia. So let's get started. King Xerxes decided to hold a beauty contest to find a new queen for himself. So he sent his attendants out to gather contestants. Nearby lived a Jewish exile from Jerusalem, whose name was Mordecai. Mordecai lived with a lovely young cousin of his named Esther, whom he adopted after her parents had died. Before long, the king's attendants saw Esther and brought her into the king's fortress for the beauty contest. Esther made sure to not tell anyone she was Jewish for fear of being mistreated. Once Esther was finally taken before King Xerxes, the king loved her more than any of the other contestants so he immediately put the royal crown on her head and declared her the new queen. After Esther had been queen for a while, Mordecai became a palace official. One day while he was working, Mordecai overheard two palace officials talking about how angry they were at the king and how they wanted to kill the king. So Mordecai went to Esther and she told the king, giving Mordecai the credit. The king had his secretaries document Mordecai's kindness in the palace chronicles so they could remember to reward him later, and the two angry officials were punished for their crimes. Sometime later, King Xerxes promoted a man named Haman into a powerful position. With his new power, Haman forced common folk to bow to him, but Mordecai refused. This made Haman angry, so angry. He didn't want to hurt Mordecai alone. He wanted to destroy all the Jews. Haman went to the king saying there was a group of people that were ignoring the king's laws, so he recommended the king order them to be destroyed. Haman even offered to add 10,000 sacks of silver to the royal treasury if the king did as he requested. So the king had his secretaries make a decree from what Haman told them, which was all Jews should be destroyed in March of the following year. Mordecai heard the decree and was very sad. So he put on clothes of mourning and went to the gate of the palace crying loudly. Mordecai wasn't alone though. All the Jews were mourning. Esther heard about Mordecai being sad, so she sent one of her attendants to ask what was troubling him. Mordecai described everything about the decree, then asked Esther to go to the king and beg him to spare her people. This presented a challenge for Esther because nobody was allowed to go to the king without being invited. If someone did that and the king wasn't pleased with their visit, they would be put to death. So Esther explained that risk to Mordecai, and Mordecai reminded her that if she didn't speak up now, she would likely be killed later with all the other Jews. Then he suggested that maybe, just maybe, she was made queen for this exact reason. Esther asked Mordecai to fast and pray for her, and she and her maids did the same. She had made up her mind, she was going to talk to the king. And if she must die, then she must die. On the third day of their fast, Esther went to the king. As she was approaching, the king held out his gold scepter to her, which was a sign welcoming her to the throne. 
He asked her to tell him what she desired. She could ask for anything in the world and he would give it to her. Esther's response was an invitation to a dinner she was preparing. But she didn't invite the king alone. She invited Haman as well. Hmm? That night, after their bellies were full, the king asked her what her request really was. And she said she'd tell them if they came back to one more dinner the next day. So they agreed. Haman felt very important now being invited to two dinners with the king and queen. But on his way home, he saw Mordecai at the gates and got mad. That night, Haman decided to ask the king to have Mordecai killed as soon as possible. At the same time, the king was struggling to sleep. So he asked one of his attendants to read the palace chronicles for him from years prior, hoping that would put him to sleep. It just so happened that they read about Mordecai saving the king from assassination. The king then asked how they honored Mordecai for his kindness, but was told they never did. As soon as the king saw Haman the next morning, the king asked how he thinks the king should honor a man that has served the king well. Haman immediately thought the king was planning to honor him, so he told the king to dress the man in the king's royal robes, then have the man taken around the city on one of the king's horses. The king loved Haman's idea, so he told Haman to go straight out to Mordecai and honor him just as he had described. Haman did as he was told, but afterwards he went home angry and embarrassed. Before he could calm down, the king's attendants arrived to take Haman to Esther's second dinner banquet. At dinner, the king and Haman filled their bellies and were as happy as could be. Then the king asked Esther what her request was. In that moment, she finally asked him to spare her and her fellow Jews from destruction because Haman was plotting to kill them all. Haman grew pale with fright and began to beg Esther to spare his life. But the king's attendants took Haman away and had him killed. The king gave all of Haman's property to Esther and Esther made Mordecai in charge of everything that used to be Haman's. Lastly, in an effort to undo Haman's decree, the king let Esther make her own. Esther's decree gave the Jews the right to defend themselves from their attackers. The Jews were so successful, many people became Jews for fear of what might happen to them if they opposed them. Quite the story today, huh? Let's review with a few questions. Question one. How did Esther become queen? Question two. What did Esther do to help Mordecai and her fellow Jews? Question three. Esther took the opportunity to stand up for people that couldn't stand up for themselves. Is there anyone you know that could use a friend that's willing to stand up for them? Talk to your parents about how you might be that friend. By winning a beauty contest, Esther was made the Queen of Persia. This gave her the opportunity to help protect not only her cousin Mordecai, but all the Jews in the land. Even though the Jews were living in exile, the Lord was still working through his people that put their faith in him. 
Some would say that believers around the world today are living in a time of exile because we're surrounded by people that believe different things or think trusting in the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing creator of everything is silly. But stories like today's are why we can stand firm on our faith because just like Esther was willing to die to save her people, Jesus did die to save all people. But not only that, Jesus also raised himself from the dead, proving that he was the ultimate savior that all these stories were pointing to. He really is the key part of God's rescue plan. Aren't you glad the Bible is still here to remind us of that? Me too. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.